Welcome to the Boonville Worship Center Sermon Podcast. Good morning. Happy New Year. Thank you, Craig. How are you? How many are you are you filling the shift? How many how many people in the room is their spirit jumping saying something is happening? So um, Scott is not here, as you can tell. Um, his mom, I'll go ahead and just get a short, give a short synopsis of his mom. Tuesday, uh, she had to go into the hospital because her aorta valve tore. So it's like a one in a million kind of thing. It's like something that's super uncommon. So basically... She wasn't bleeding into her chest, but it's basically like an aneurysm in that aorta. And so they rush to the hospital. She's been in cardiac ICU all, all week long. She has been stable, but this damage that's in her heart cannot sustain any level of high blood pressure. So they're having to keep this drip going. Well, yesterday she had another bout where the strong pain was happening, and the cardiac doctor happened to be in the room when it happened and it has to have surgery. Like, so this thing has to be fixed. So Scott's with his mama. They transferred her last night to uh, Deaconess Midtown because that's where the equipment and the staff is to do this procedure tomorrow. I think it's like the only place in town that does it. I'm not sure. Anyway, we need a miracle. Scott's with his mama down there. She's in trauma ICU there, but she's stable you know, she's, she's feeling good. If they keep that blood pressure down, you know, she's, she's good. So I, we have no details about the surgery, but let's just pray for Sharon real quick. So Jesus, you are healer. We're just declaring that. You're, you're, we're declaring that over Sharon in that room and that faith is even substantially arising in Sharon and in Scott as they sit in that room. And we just thank you that just by the touch of your finger to that aorta valve, that that little balloon just goes away and that you restore that. We thank you for the doctors and the nurses. We thank you for all of the things to help this situation. And we just say, God, yes, and amen. Amen. Okay, um, so Wednesday night, Scott asked me to teach last minute um, because he had been at the hospital with his mom all day. And so as I was asking the Lord what he wanted me to share, I felt like that he wanted me to share a prophetic word that was given to Boonville Worship Center a couple of Sunday mornings ago. And it hasn't been shared corporately. So I did that Wednesday night. So all y'all that was here Wednesday, I'm sorry, but you get to hear it again. <laughs> Last night around 10 o'clock, Scott's like, I just feel like that's a corporate word that needs to be spoken, that it needs to be preached. So I'm just going to spend the whole time today just sharing. Um, I'm going to start out, the, the, the first prophetic word that I'm going to give you actually came from Mike Smith, and the Lord showed it to him during a worship a couple Sunday mornings ago. Um, I'm actually going to give several this morning. How many of you believe in the power of the prophetic word? What, what's the point of a prophetic word? It's like where the wind is blowing and that's where we want to go. And some of the things that I'm going to say today may seem hard. Um, it, but I am telling you there is such power and freedom in these prophetic words that if we receive them with joy... And with expectation of what God wants to do in and through us, I believe that every one of us in this room today, um, we're going to be marked and we're going to be changed forever. I feel so confident that God is doing a new deep work inside of all of us and that all of this, like not one is going to miss out. I'm trying to decide where to go first. For all y'all Wednesday night people, I am adding a couple things. So there you go. They're like, oh no, we've already heard all this. Okay, let's pray for me now. God, anoint your messenger. God, let me not say more than what you're saying and let me not say less than what you're saying. God, I ask you to anoint your people. 
God, that our hearts are tender. I see that our heart, the, the ground of our heart is plowed up, and I see, I saw the plowed up ground, like the ground it's ready. Say, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, I need, we're all going to stand up. We're all going to stand up, and I want you to throw your hands in the air and say, God, I'm ready. God, I'm ready for what you want to do in me. I am ready for what you want to do in this place. It's a new thing. It's a new season. It's a new time, oh God. And let there be an awe over us, whether it's an awe because we're stuck in sin that we've got to get out, or or that it's the awe which we all should have of being in your presence, that you absolutely amaze us. Oh God, but we are your people, and we say we are are ready. So God, anoint this word today, and we cry out, pierce my heart. Every every mouth in this place say, pierce my heart, God. I cannot keep doing it the way that I did it yesterday. I am going forward. Amen? Amen. Okay. Please bear with me, and I ask you to stay plugged in because I'm going to read a lot of things today because I don't want to get, I don't want to mess it up. (laughs) I really feel like the first thing that I'm going to share is, is a word that I read from somebody we don't even know. His name is Nate Johnston, and he is a prophet, I feel like, of the day. And he actually is in um, California. Um, But he's one of the people that every time he puts a word out there, like my spirit jumps, and I'm like, God is on this man. So I'm going to read this because I feel like it's so much of what I'm going to say after what I read, um, but I feel like he has a way to articulate it that one day I'll, maybe I'll have that articulation to be able to say it that way, but this, this is the word that he posted this morning. I hesitate to say that this is the word for 2023 because I feel like that what God wants to say and do is it's... Too big for 2023. Like, I can tell you the words that I feel is tw- for 2023, and I feel like freedom. I feel like freedom is for you in 2023. I feel like that you are going to experience breakthrough in things that you've contended for for years, and you're going to see breakthrough in 2023. But I feel, and it's not even a but, because, because we have to get our, give our yes in order to even get where he's taking us. Let's just say it, God, you have our Yes. So this right here, I feel like, is a part of what God is saying going forward, okay? Bear with me. Receive the revolutionary anointing. A few weeks ago, I had a dream where I was in a church cathedral when suddenly a wild ox broke and began began running about, knocking things over, upsetting and interrupting the service. Before knocking over some kind of sacred altar down in the front. Then I followed the ox, and as it ran down the street, and it continued uh, to wreak havoc, tearing through buildings and statues, monuments, man-made achievements. When I woke up, I knew in my spirit that the Holy Spirit was highlighting what he was about to unleash upon the body of Christ. And I had been planning for us, and he had been planning for us to step into Interestingly, exactly a year ago in my book, this guy Nate, The Wild Ones, was released, and with it, the Lord spoke to me about the, the wild ox anointing that these new breed people would rise up in. And how many intercessors, or even if you don't consider yourself an intercessor, have prayed for the body of Christ and prayed for the young people and prayed for the young young adults. And deep down in your bones, you know that there's a wildness inside of our people that we have yet to see and witness. Okay. Guys, I'm serious. Guys, God is serious about this. And he's just inviting us into, actually he's clarion calling us into the same level of seriousness that he is. The revolutionary anointing. For days after this dream, I kept hearing these phrases in my spirit. The revolution, the revolution is about to begin. And here come the revolutionaries. 
When I asked the Lord for an example in the Bible of it, he led me to John the Baptist who came, uh, who came at the turning of the era of, a co- of the covenant. He wore wild animal fur and was sent to shake up the whole church and the nation and prepare the way for Jesus. The very thing we have been called to. If you are wondering what are you called to do in 2023, look no further. Prepare the way. Reveal Jesus to the earth impartation and refresh this is really small and my eyes i'm sorry so if i'm getting tripped up it's because i need bigger glasses impartation and fresh mantling thank you are you reading it with me I believe this anointing is available and is necessary for us leading into 2023. For months I have felt a stirring in my spirit to not just share a word, but to prophesy into you a word that will very, that will be very, I don't know this word, but gel, gelignite. You need to prepare that you need to propel you into the position, into position for the year ahead and arm you with what you need. And this is very small, but this morning when Scott was walking out the door, I asked him, I usually ask him to pray for me whenever I'm standing up here because I just need a lot of prayer covering. But the one word that he used that I like just, I don't even remember what all he said, but he said the word catapult, that God wants to catapult us. Like if we get into this river and into this word, it like shoots us like grace, like it empowers us to go further than what we even know how to do or figure out how to do on our own, which is what he's saying right here. Okay, so hearing a word is powerful, but I want to impart a word to you in the very and the very gift, anointing, and blessing that it, it goes with it. The Holy Spirit has instructed me to um, apostolically and prophetically get you primed and ready for the new uh, chapter we're crossing into, which is interesting because Wednesday night, I really felt like that the Lord just wanted me to get it out in the atmosphere. This new season, we're going to see the prophets and the apostles rise up like never before. People are going to know their calling. You don't have to be jealous of the next person because you know that you're called to ministry and there's already a pastor filling the spot. So what are you going to do now? No, every one of you have a powerful piece to this puzzle and we need you, who you are, what you carry, because we're not the same without you. We have apostles in this room that you may know it because maybe Jesus told you when you were five, but you don't know how to walk in it yet. We have mamas in the room that are mamas to many that, they're, that they don't even know how to do it, but it's there. I'm only on page five. Are you good? Five of ten. Receive the green light. Your preparation in um, cocoon season is over. Guys, you can take this for yourself. Even if your very emotions don't feel what is being spoken. Your heart surgery season is coming to an end. Doors that close will begin to reopen. The red tape binding will break. The red tape holding will break. You will go from feeling caged to a freed breaker anointing on your feet in your voice you will get the green light and move out of the holding pattern of the last few years the reason that i'm reading this word from this man is because it confirms everything that the lord's been saying the last few days well weeks months receive your fulfillment a time Oh, what is that word? A time of fulfillment of promises come to pass. You will see fruit. You will see harvest in the areas that have been most contended by the enemy. You will see fruit and harvest in those areas that the enemy has fought you for for the last decades. How many of you have felt like I don't even know if I can pray about it anymore because I have prayed myself empty? I have prayed, I have begged, I have asked, and I am straight up disappointed. Come back. Because he ain't done with that thing. 
You will see sudden advancement. You, you will see hope deferred break. Enter your full revolution year. You will enter the beginning of a new cycle and the old cycle coming to completion. There will be major closures and major openings. There will be many repeated opportunities that seemed lost or where you felt you failed, where you will be a fret. There will be a fresh reset of the clock in many places. You felt you missed it. God will restore the years that the locust has eaten. Wild ones break out of the gates. This is the word. Wild ones break out of the gates. If you are in this room and you are breathing, you are a wild one with this wild ox anointing on your life. Your number is being called for the new chapter. You will feel the father's spotlight and favor. Yokes and agreements are breaking. Family strongholds keeping you in bondage. Keeping you in bondage past will no longer hold you. You will finally move from the daily chatter of witchcraft. Dude. How does that apply to us? We're like, witchcraft in my life? Witchcraft is like rebellion. And whenever we're constantly choosing something besides Jesus, it invites every chatter of the enemy that there is out there. Okay. The mantle of courage and boldness is going to wrap itself around you and untangle you from the fear of man. I want you to stand to your feet if you are ready for the fear of man to be broken off of you. I am saying I am done with the fear of man. I will not surrender to the fear of man anymore. God, help us. Help us to see and to feel and to know whenever we are responding to what we think man wants versus what the word of the Lord says. Amen? Okay. Demonic torment will leave once and for all. You will accept your voice and permission. You will, you will accept your voice and permission to be the voice you were called to be. I'm not saying you need permission from me, but I'm giving you permission. I mean, I just hear this cry in my heart. We need you. Guys. I'm just going to keep going. Receive the mantle of Jehu. God is giving you the mantle of Jehu to violently and unapologetically confront Jezebel in every place you encounter her. I'm going to push the pause button. We have got to renew our minds and stop thinking and talking and acting like all the negativity and, and all the stuff that is not aligned in heaven has any place in our life. We have to begin speaking what God speaks. We have to renew our minds and get out of the ditch, guys. Get up in the morning. Get your face in the word. Get your heart before the Lord. This is not a legalistic, ritualistic thing. This is the thing that the only place where you will find life and hope and strength is in his presence. I mean, all of this that I have to say, the whole goal is for us to be and live and operate in his presence and go from his place. And then we get to go to each other and we get to operate in the power that we found in the place of his presence. You will no longer have days. You will no longer lose days, weeks, opportunities, relationships, or influence to Jezebel's games. <laughs> here's mike's word this isn't mike's word this is still nate's word but here's mike's word you won't allow mixture to bring confusion double-mindedness or conflict to your voice or taint your purity. Soon as I'm done with this, I'm going to give you Mike's word. And, and Mike's word is a word for Boonville Worship Center. And let me tell you, the word mixture is in it. 
And we don't want, we don't want to be labeled with the word mixture. You will be a deliverer of those who are bound. You are a deliverer. Jindy, you're a deliverer. Jindy carries a mantle of deliverance on her life. You will call prophetic companies who have begun to tolerate Jezebel. You will call them back into line. Wow. You will not let culture define your values. You will call down the fire from heaven over cities and regions under the spirit of Jezebel. You will tear down and you will build. You will tear down old wineskin mindsets. You will expose their counterfeits. You will call out the demonic and pluck out the roots of deep-seated lies. You will live by the blueprint on the inside of you. His blueprint is on the inside of you. Page 9 of 10, we're getting there. You will build new, you will build the new house of God. What did Jesus call his house? House of prayer. Are you ready to be a part of that? It's not just for the people that you think are prayer warriors. You will help build the new house of God. You will build family before ministry. You will build family before ministry. There is no ministry that is more important than your family. There is no relationship more important than your spouse, your kids, and the relationship therein. I feel so encouraged even where some of these things really pierce my heart because I'm not there yet but I know God has us on this progression and I feel so safe in his arms that as he directs and he leads that's what he's doing to us he's not saying you're in trouble because you've messed up you're in trouble because you put ministry in front of family he is not he is not he is like baby girl I am so proud of you because I see your yes and your yes says that you love me but I'm going to show you even the better way today I'm going to show you the better way I'm going to show you the better way and it's going to be good The shakings in the nations will not reinforce fear, but only cause you to lean deeper into your reformational jacket. (sighs) Be knighted, O heralds of the truth. You're being knighted this morning. You will be mantled afresh for something you didn't see coming. That's okay. That's okay. I don't even know where we're going. I don't even know how to get where we're going. Not even sure where we're going other than Jesus. And I'm good with that. You will have a jacket thrown around you that you didn't ask for or expect, and it will be a global calling. Like Elisha, you will leave your old oxen behind and burn the plow you have been holding. You will be sent out. So be prepared and get ready. Be the movement. I've heard the word company here and there, but I feel like that that's kind of the new word over us. God is building a company of people. You will see that the years of opposition are over and what the season of pre- and what the season of preparation and personal revival were for. for. You will w- ruffle religious feathers and dethrone false kings from the seats of authority. We want no no scent of religiousness in this place. Every one of us knows what that is. Uh, we I feel like we've all grown up in it in a certain extent. And, and, and it's this season of the church, the body of Christ as a whole. We're learning how to, we're learning what it looks like to, to, to be in a love relationship with Jesus and do the things because we're in love versus doing things because we're told and that that actually brings us accomplishment in men's eyes. That's disgusting. Okay. You will be more indignified in your worship of Jesus in the face of woke Christianity. I'm just going to declare this word over the room, undignified. 
you will be unapologetic to your call. And I'll just give an example. Like even me standing up here saying all this stuff, there's a wrestle to get to this place. Because <laughs> I feel like almost every demon in hell wants to come tell me that you don't know anything, you don't talk very well, um, you're not really in, you know, all the lies, all the stuff that, that just wants to divert my attention from doing and saying what he's called me to do. But God has invited me into the place to be unapologetic about the call that's on my life. But it's not just me, it's you. Lisa Ray. I mean, it's every one of us. You will mobilize disciples. You will muster the wild horses and you will break off, break off apathy. You will speak what the Father is saying. No more, no less. We are fully satisfied with only what he's saying. No more, no less. Guys, if the Lord gives you a word and it's three words to a person and you feel like you have to explain it, stop right there. Give your three words. If the Holy Spirit begins to unfold and he's giving you an explanation, feel free. But I give you complete freedom and direction to say, it's all I got. Because it's really not even about the word that the person's giving you. It's about you receiving the word of the Lord and you taking those three words to your prayer closet and saying, God. Okay. This is the last one. You will be the movement you were called to be. Thank you, God, for your word. Thank you, God, that in these last days you are doing the things that we've dreamt about for even decades. We are beginning to see it with our own eyes. I'm going to read Mike's word, guys. Mike got this word on Sunday, December 11th, during worship. Here. And this is Mike texting me the word that the Lord gave him on Monday. He got it on Sunday, but as Mike prayed about it, this is what the Lord sort of unpacked. At first, it was just the word mixture. As I prayed, the Lord said, I want to pour out my spirit and my blood. This is for you, Boonville Worship Center, specific. I want to pour out my spirit and my blood into these people, but they are not ready. The idea is that God in his mercy is holding back because if he pours out on all the people, some would not survive. The idea of Gideon's army came to mind. If you're taking notes, go ahead and write down Judges chapter 6, 7, and 8. Go home and, and read, just slowly read it. Ask the Lord to highlight, um, I mean, as I've read it, I've read it several times. And I, like, I'll be reading down and I'll see a word or a topic or a thing that the Lord highlights. Highlight it. Meditate on it. I don't have time to speak on it today. It would be super helpful, I feel like, if we had time to do that today. But we don't. The idea of Gideon's army came to mind. A few are ready for the Holy Spirit's full strength, but most are living in mixture, and they will be consumed and not survive. For the word of God is living and effective and sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrating as far as the separation of soul and spirit joints and marrow it is able to judge the ideas and the thoughts of the heart hebrews 4:12 i am testing the hearts of my people to see if they can withstand the weight of my spirit on them in his full strength most have one foot in the church and one foot in Baal's camp like gideon's army i will choose some and not others their gifts will increase and they will show my power with signs and wonders and miracles. 
Do not be mistaken for only the humble who don't seek their own glory, but gives all the credit to me will stand under the weight of my presence. Which I believe that last comment is, I'm not saying it's the only thing, but it is, it is the thing that God is highlighting most out of this word is humility. Isaiah 42, 8 says, I am Yahweh. That is my name. I will not give glory to another or my praise to idols. And this is the end. For all who diligently seek me. That's it. You don't have to jump through a hoop. You don't have to pray for three hours a day. But the diligence of your heart to him is what it requires. For all who diligently seek me, I will pour out my blood on them and wash them white as snow. I will purge them from sin, filthiness, and forgive them. I kind of want to elaborate on, if you're taking notes, the word mixture is huge. This is, the, this is what God's calling us to. Calling us out of mixture. But I believe mixture looks a lot of different ways. I believe that mixture, I, I believe that idols in our life that cause confusion and all the things come in many different ways. So, in, in the one that really hasn't given themselves to worldly ways, like they're not like compromising with um, whatever, you know what I mean? Like pornography or even like stupid movies on TV that we know were like created out of something that wasn't godly, but yet we still entertain ourselves with it. And, you know, this... So uh, what I'm saying is there, there is a, the group of people that is like, well, I, I don't feel like I'm like mixed up in the world. Like I don't feel like I'm full of mixture. But the Lord says, and this is what I told them Wednesday night. Just because we have the microphone and we have a title of a pastor doesn't mean that we've arrived. We're human just like you. And I take this word very personal. I'm not taking this word going, oh, who in the body is in mixture? Heck no. Because I know that there's such potential for there to be pride inside of me, which is mixture. I know that there's potential for, um, for, us, for me to believe a lie that I'm insignificant. That is, that is mixture. When we believe things that are not true, God is calling us out of mixture into his glorious light. So as you go back and read this word, listen to this word or whatever, um, and also in the story of Gideon, highlight those words. But the one word is mixture. The other words is that he wants to come and cover you with, the, with his Holy Spirit and with blood. Guys, do you want to know how quick the turnaround is whenever all we have to do is get in his presence? The turnaround from mixture can be absolutely immediate if our heart is really there. What was the other one? Oh, he talks about not being able to survive. So let's just use pride as an example. If I refuse to deal with the issue of pride in my heart, like let's say that I'm doing this thing of ministry for personal gain, or to like give what I have in me because I see that it's good. Like if it's anything having to do, like the glory of God cannot rest on pride. But also the glory of God cannot rest on us when we have a broken heart and we're leaning into drugs and alcohol or we're leaning into things to, to help alleviate the pain of this suffering that's going on in our souls. Like I believe that this is a year of deliverance, of salvation, deliverance, and healing. Like that he wants to heal us from the woundedness of our soul. Like go after it with your whole heart. 
I mean, a couple years ago, I felt like I was going to die if I did not get healed. And I went after it with my whole heart. God, you have got to heal the wounds in my soul. If you continue to have a reoccurring thing of sin cycle or cycle, 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 deal with this stuff of your soul. Grab me, grab somebody that you know is faithful before the Lord and say, pray with me. I need breakthrough. Do not leave the room today if you know you need breakthrough. We want to get ready for this move of God. I think that's what I'm here to say. He will not attach his glory to half-hearted, barely praying barely in love people. I said this Wednesday, but I'm going to say it again. Are you praying for your leaders? Will you pray for your leaders? We need you to pray for us. Not because we're special, not because of any of that, but for whatever reason, this is where we're at. Pastoring a church, leading a people. And I take that very seriously Jason and Julianne take it very seriously. Craig and Andrea take it very seriously that this is unto him and for him alone. It is not because of our gifting. It, it's solely, solely to point us to the direction. And so it's like, I, I need to hear clearly. I'm going to release a couple words that the Lord gave me. Men. The Lord is calling you to wholeheartedness. Men, men, the Lord is calling you to wholeheartedness. Hey, will you put up the lyrics from the last song that we sang? Um, what, what are the lyrics? Your name is power. Those are the exact lyrics that I want. Your name is power. Your name is healing. Okay. Because men, you're a key. I don't know if you heard my story, remember my story, but all summer long, the Lord's been telling me that I'm a key. And I feel so unworthy. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Don't, I don't even want to be like, I don't even, I don't feel like I got nothing to unlock nothing. But the Lord said, you're a key, you're a key, you're a key. The, 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 finally, finally, I said, okay. Men, you are a key to put in the lock, to turn it, and to open up to something that I can't unlock and open and lead people into. Sometimes it is easier for women to be wholehearted. And I'm not saying there's not wholehearted men here. I'm not saying that. But I am telling you, he's calling you higher. God, every man in this room, I don't care how far or deep you've went with the Lord, there is a higher, deeper, wider place for you to know him. And we need you to go there because it's that higher, wider, deeper place is where the door is for you to unlock. He is calling you to wholeheartedness. Maybe you don't know how to pray. I want every man in this room to take a picture of that lyric. Go ahead. Get your phone out right now. Get your phone out. I'm the teacher. I'm telling you what, this is your homework. Get your phone out. Take the picture of that lyric. And then you're going to go through your home and you are going to, this is how you pray. You just declare who he is. You walk through your home and say, your name is power, Jesus. Men, do you want to know how to pray? Do that. Then you get to say, your name is healing, Jesus. Stop holding back. You're busting through the red tape. Get outside of this thing that we have been stuck in. I say you're no longer stuck. And if you feel stuck, it's a lie from the enemy. You are an intercessor. Men, you are intercessors. And your intercession is going to unlock the door for me. Go through your house and say, Jesus, your name is life. Even the plants are going to live in your, li in your house. <laughs> Men, you go by your kids' doors and you declare with your whole, whole heart, whole heart. You are the one that breaks strongholds, Jesus. There is no demon. There is no devil that is stronger than Jesus. There is none. Start acting like it, guys. Men, start acting like it. Women, too. Lori, too. 
I am not joking. He is calling us to be wild oxes. He is calling us to stop sitting pretty. He is calling us to stop acting like that. What are the guys thinking? If I want to get up and worship and I've never been up there before, I mean, it's like breaking the manhood thing. Stop it. It's disgusting. <laughs> you get to walk through your house and you, you, those of you that have kids, you know, those, there's shadows. <laughs> there's, you know, there's things in the shadows. And you get to walk in there and you get to say, Jesus. Guys, I remember, I remember praying for my son this one particular time. And I was like praying in the Holy Ghost. I was working at the bank. And I remember, man, those trips back and forth to the bank. I was praying in the Holy Ghost. And I remember I was just praying for Jacob, praying for Jacob. And he texts me later in the day and he's like, mom, I walked into my room when I got home from, I don't even remember. I feel like it was school. It was a long time ago. And he said, I fell on my face and wept in my bedroom. I'm just saying, I am just saying, guys, your prayers are so powerful. Men, men, you are intercessors. You don't know how to pray. That's okay. You just took a picture of the most powerful prayer you can pray. Do it. Wholeheartedness. I challenge you. I challenge you to fall in love with Jesus during this fast more than any football game that you've ever watched. More than any um, experience you've had in your life that you've ever watched. I challenge you. He, he is the most satisfying thing there ever was. I challenge you men. Wholeheartedness in this fast. I, I bet... A ton of you in here are thinking, I'm glad Pastor Scott's fasting for me because what, I, don't, I'm not, I don't know if you're actually thinking that. This is your fast. This is your fast. Can I tell you a secret? You're not going to die if you don't eat for 21 days. Some of y'all are sitting out there going, don't put that on me. I mean, why are we even here? Do you want to be a part of a company in the last days that God wants to come and rest on? It comes through our yes. There is no other way. He is not going to, don't get me wrong, there are times whenever God just shows up in a way that was absolutely beyond uh, my power. But our yes to wholeheartedness is the thing that will move us into the deeper things of him. It is the thing that is going to usher Jesus back. Jesus is coming soon. The most cliche thing we've ever heard, but it's true. And I am telling you, the, the, the gray is going away. We're either all in hot or we will fall away. And I don't, I mean, when I pray for, your guys, for you guys, I'm like, God, not one, not one. I don't want one to fall away. But I want every one of you to know the purpose and the anointing and the call on your life. Besides being a full-on lover of Jesus, that's first and foremost. But there is a purpose and a call on your life that I need. Okay. Scott decided in 2023 we have to be done at 11.45 because we need ministry time. We need ministry time. We need ministry time. So I'm going to invite the worship team to go ahead and come up. I'm not done yet, but if you're playing behind me, whew, men, be wholehearted. Men, lead in prayer. If there's a situation going on in your home, don't wait for your wife to, to go to the Lord on behalf of that situation. Just do it. Just do it. God, we need you. Your kids need to see you and hear you say, God, we need you. Men, lead in prayer. Men, lead in fasting. Don't be half-hearted about this. Show your kids what diligence looks like. Show your wife what diligence looks like. Maybe you've never been diligent in this thing ever a day of your life, but this is your time. 
and you will not regret it. You will not regret it. You know why? Because Jesus is going to meet you and you will never be the same. Men lead in demonstrating power. Men lead in humility. I was talking to Jacob the other night. And he's like, why are we not seeing the power? Why are we not seeing the power? Why are we not seeing the power? And I grabbed his hand and I jerked him across the room. I said, it's in you. You do it. You lay your hands on the sick. You lay your hands and deliver people. It is in you, Jacob, to preach the word, to free people of their sufferings because all of Jesus lives inside of Jacob and it's no different for you. The answer is the same for you. Walk in power. The whole purpose of us having Holy Spirit is for you. The whole purpose of me giving a prophetic word is not for me. It is for you, Jindy. Are you guys okay? I'm going to say this real quick. I was, I don't even know. I think I was uh, doing something in my kitchen yesterday. And this may seem real small, but I just went ahead and wrote it down because I knew the Lord was giving me a word. And he said, Scott Pullum, you're a mighty oak. He said, Scott Pullum, you're apostolic in nature. And he said, Scott, you're producing many mighty oaks. He said, Jacob, you're called to preach, you're called to teach, you're called to heal, you're called to restore, and you're called to reveal. He said, men in this room, he said, there is a clarion call over you. Step in it. And I'm in my kitchen and I hear him say, do you hear it? Do you hear it, men? Do you hear it? Because there is this clarion call calling you out into mixture, into wholehearted living for Jesus. It's why you were created. It's not hard. We think that it's hard, but man, the devil is a liar. And we believe him. We have got to stop believing the stinking lies. Do you hear it? Do you hear the sound? He says, no more excuses. Men, he says, no him. No him. He says, it's time. Do you hear? The trumpet. Do you hear the sound, men? Do you hear the sound? It carries power. It carries frequency. Do you even know that even the words coming out of my mouth goes into the frequency of the earth? And if the word that I'm speaking is the word of the Lord, then it will not come back void. But the choice is still yours. And guys, I mean, there. gotta read it it says in the, and this is um, Revelation chapter 3 verse 14 and it's the message from Laodicea and the messenger of the congregation in Laodicea you must write he the amen the faithful and the true witness the beginning of creation of God says these things I know your deeds that you're either hot nor cold do not be hot or cold make your choice your choice are you in or are you out am I going too crazy because you are lukewarm in this way and neither hot or cold I'm going to spew you out of my mouth because you say I'm rich and I have become wealthy and I do not need anything you do not know and miserable and poor and blind and naked I'm advising you here, here, here's, here's the change in the story guys here's the change in the story <sighs> buy gold from me which has been burned by fire so that you would be rich and so that you would be clothed in white garments and the disgrace of your nakedness would not be revealed and to rub an ointment on your eyes so that you can see. Oh, Jesus. 
oh Jesus we need your ointment in our eyes we need your ointment on our eyes we need to see we need to see we need to see we need to see you in the room we need to see you in our kids we need to see you we need to see where you're going we need to see what you're doing put the ointment in our eyes clean us Jesus oh Jesus and then this glorious thing he says who I love I discipline Therefore, he says, you must be earnest. You must be earnest. You must be earnest. You must be earnest. This is a serious situation that he's calling us into. And he says, you must be earnest and you must now repent. Behold, I'm standing at the door and I'm knocking. If someone would hear my voice, he would open the door. Go ahead and stand up. If you hear his voice, if you hear his voice, if you hear his voice, come on. I will enter to him and I will dine with him and he with me. The one who conquers, I will give him permission to sit with me. In Isaiah 55, it says, Ho, come and eat this gold for free. He actually he says, come buy and eat for free. What does that even mean? You want to know how to buy and eat for free? Give your yes, lay down your life, take up your cross, say I'm done doing it my way, I'm giving it all, I'm giving it all, I'm giving it all, I'm giving it all, I'm giving it all. Oh, I will rest. Can somebody move this for me? Put it back up. In your promises. My confidence yeah. is a faithful. So here's the invitation. Here's the invitation. It is an invitation. You are a wild ox. And if you have felt the piercing of the word of the Lord in any way this morning, I ask you to get out of your seat. I ask you to run to the altar and I ask you to cry out, come Lord Jesus. If that is you, I want you to come cry, come Lord Jesus, come Lord Jesus, come Lord Jesus. If there is sin in your life, now is the time to repent. If there is sin in your heart, if you are secretly holding things, now is the time to get your heart right with the Lord. Shaking 
saying things that I felt like the Lord has been showing me the last several days, like confirmation. Even up here at prayer this morning, Ephesians 4, every joint and coming together to give strength to the body. And I was feeling that this morning. It's like maturity, maturity, maturity. We are entering into a greater time of maturity. Our yes has to be yes. Our yes has to be yes. And the reason why is because he literally is coming back to the earth. Right now, Jesus can seem so ethereal and up in the clouds and whatever. He's a real man, a real God man coming back to the earth. He's a real king. He will conquer the entire earth. The glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. I want my yes to be yes because it matters. It matters for my children. It matters for this church. So I just wanted to confirm like everything that Lori said yes 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 God is speaking this he's probably already been speaking it to your hearts as well but guys we have to come together our body is coming together in greater strength because he is appointing us and positioning us where we're supposed to be we need everybody serving in order to mature into the body that God has called this place to be and it's not just for Boonville Worship Center we're connected to other places in the earth right we're a, we're a body here but we're globally connected we're going to see that more and more as we near the return of the Lord for another minute. Go ahead, Craig. California, you know, there's the little necklace and it says joy, and it's like, oh, I get to wear the joy around my neck, remind me, da, 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 da. Well, the last couple of weeks, no, probably last week, I'm like, God, I need a song for 2023. And I'll, I'll like be moved while I'm whatever, have a song on, and it's like, eh, is that it? Nope, that's not it. This is it. This is my, tw- where did this song even come from? Never even heard it. Kirk Franklin. Ah, there we go. Are you ready for this last word that I forgot to give? If you were here Wednesday, you already know it. Whenever I was studying Wednesday, I just kept hearing dispensation, dispensation. I'm like, oh, dispensation's like a a season of time. You know, like before Jesus came, there's that dispensation. Jesus came, and then there's this new dispensation. I feel like Jesus is saying the Boomba Worship Center is about to enter a whole new dispensation. We're not turning the page to go to the next chapter, guys. We're not even ending the book and starting a new book. It's not fall going into winter. He says it is a new time. In other words, what we're about to go into, we have never been before. And this song (laughs) confirmed it for me. (laughs) No, it confirmed it whenever the Lord gave it to me Wednesday. So we're going to sing this song and we're just going to go ahead and celebrate the things we haven't seen yet. We're going to go ahead and celebrate the breakthroughs in our life that we haven't even think that we've got for ourselves, but it was already done on the cross. We're just going to go ahead and celebrate. We're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate the goodness of God. Amen. All right, let's sing this. It's a new dispensation. It's a new time, guys. Let him turn it in your favor. Watch him work it for your good. He's not done with what he started. He's not done until it's good. So hello, peace. Hello, peace. 
joy. Hello, love. Hello, strength. Hello, hope. It's a new horizon. Hello, peace. Hello, joy. Hello, love. Hello, strength. Hello, hope. It's a new this he's got a word for you men ask the Lord what the word is for your wife wives ask the Lord what the word is for your husband go ahead 
even just ask him the word over your kids and then you get to talk to the Lord about it and reaffirm it and reaffirm it and reaffirm who God says that they are. All right. I think I think I said everything I was supposed to say. So bless them one more time. Jesus, we love you. Bless your people. Good soil. Good soil. I see your hearts and it's like tilled up ground. It's not hard. It's not like hard ground that hasn't had rain forever, but it's good soil. And as the seed goes in, guys, man, you are good soil. And the, the roots are going deep and mighty oaks are coming. Mighty oaks are coming. I love you guys. We bless you. And amen. Thank you for joining us this week. Until next time, 